Hey, it's Justin Valdez here, and you're listening to the Strike Zone Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Strike Zone Podcast. The NFL has finally returned, and so have I. Plenty to cover today from around the league. we got some NBA playoff action and uh, Major League Baseball announcing their plans for the playoffs this season. So let's get right into it. Start uh, with my biggest takeaway from week one in the NFL would have to be the fact that there was no positive COVID-19 tests. That is amazing news. We all saw the NFL, or excuse me, we all saw Major League Baseball. They couldn't even make it through the first weekend of the season, of their shortened season, without having some positive tests. So great sign for the NFL. Uh, it's hopefully it's a trend that they can keep up all season long and they don't have any hiccups, you know, knock on wood, but uh, great job to the league for, for that. Uh, one thing that you always worry about now is, you know, they're going to start letting fans back into the, into the seats. I think it's a little premature for that. I think the league should step in and hold off on allowing teams to have fans in the stands. Uh, we saw, Kansas City had some some fans up there. I believe Jacksonville had some, and I think Tampa Bay plans to have some some fans in attendance. So I, I just don't think it's right or fair to the other teams around the league that some get to have fans in the stadium and some and others don't. So the league should just not. They should just hold off. It, it's safety issues. It's too early. You still you're still seeing spikes of cases around the league. So. NFL, let's just hold off on that. But uh, let's talk about some um, Tom Brady here, you know. Same Tom Brady, you know, new team. But it's the same old Bucks. Still no offensive line there in Tampa. Tom Brady came in, and he had, a you know, a decent game. But if you look at it, that O-line gave up three sacks. That's not going to – he's a 43-year-old quarterback – and you're not giving him protection, that spells disaster. Uh, it's not, not a good sign. The Saints just steamrolled the the Bucks, But, you know, the Saints didn't play that great on offense, so, you know, kudos to the, the Bucks defense stepping up where they could. But they weren't given, you know, a good good field positions to, to deal with. Tom Brady had a pick six in that game. I think he's... The third straight season where he's had a pick six, or I was reading a stat, something like that. But wow, that that offensive line play needs to improve drastically. And I, ugh, who knows if they can if they can. I if they don't, I don't see the Bucks making the playoffs this season. That NFC is stacked from head to toe. Um, some surprises coming out of the NFC. Uh, we saw. You know the return of Aaron Rodgers to to form. I mean, geez, that guy had a game in Minnesota. He's trying to silence all the doubters um, and showing, hey, showing the Packers, hey, okay, you drafted Jordan Love. Well, I'm gonna show you what I can still do. So, wow, he, him, and Devonte Adams connected for over 12, 12 uh, receptions there, and what a awesome display those those two put on so i if you're gonna have new orleans one in the nfc right now 
it's hard not to put the Packers at number two. Uh, it's their defense, though. They're still a little suspect, and we'll see if those other receivers for Green Bay can step up. I mean, Valdez Scantling dropped two passes that he should have caught. One, I think, would have gone for a touchdown. But if they can, if they can stay healthy. If their defense can step up when they need to, the Packers will be um, right up there. You know, at the end of the season, um, another team that was up there last year, the 49ers, they looked bad on Sunday against Arizona. Um, their receiving core is not good to say the least. Jimmy Garoppolo looked god awful at times he had a wide open receiver Kendrick Bourne I believe it was on pretty much the same play that he overthrew Emmanuel Sanders in the Super Bowl for he had Kendrick Bourne wide open if he would have made that that pass he could have gone for a touchdown but he's just I don't know if his confidence isn't there I don't know what's going on with him but the 49ers need to do something they're they're receiving their receivers don't get open. Uh, Debo's hurt. He won't be back until week four at least. The, I'm hearing that they're planning on bringing in Ziggy Ansa, and that's fine on defense, but you have to address the offense, which is not getting it done right now. That if you're San Francisco brass, you know if you're John Lynch, you got to make a move. It is early in the season. I get it. But look at how these other teams came out strong. And your the 49ers division, the NFC West, is stacked, man. You got the, the Rams played really well against Dallas. You know, you're already down to Arizona because they beat you. You have, Look at what Seattle did to Atlanta. Oh, man, Russell Wilson is showing he wants to be the MVP already this season. That guy, that guy, I'm not a Seahawks fan at all. But, man, you just have to, you know, respect what Russell Wilson is able to do up in Seattle. That guy is in, an incredible ball player. So if you're San Francisco, you got to go out and you got to make a move, man. you gotta, you got to go going to allow them to go and sit back and wait. They have to move now. If, if I'm John Lynch, I'm going to go out – I mean, look at how the Browns played. They, and I was wrong about the Browns. I thought, hey, you know what? The Browns are going to come out and they're going to upset Baltimore in week one. Wow. Never, never picking the Browns to win again. So if you, if you're John Lynch, go out and try to maybe see if Odell is available for a trade. It's a piece like that, that the 49ers need desperately if they want to, get back to the Super Bowl. The other teams in the in the NFC West, they all added some great pieces in the offseason. You had Arizona adding DeAndre Hopkins. Um well, I guess that's pretty much it. So, I mean, but the the other teams got better in the draft too, and they were already good. So, but the 49ers didn't really add much. I mean, they got Brandon Ayuk, but you don't know how well he's going to play. He's injured. They need that veteran guy on offense, a la Emmanuel Sanders, to be a leader on that team. 
and they just don't have it right now. So that's a that's a major concern for the 49ers. A major surprise, which I'm pretty happy about, was the Redskins. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. Not they're not the Redskins anymore. The uh, Washington Football Team. You know they're they came out and they played. They came out and they were down early to Philadelphia, but they battled back and they actually won that game. I mean, geez, you got head coach Ron Rivera battling cancer yet still on the sidelines. What an amazing, incredible uh, all-around person that guy is. I mean, hats off to him. So much respect for Ron. I'm I'm rooting for the guy. I mean, he's battling cancer and on the sidelines. I mean, at halftime – he had to get an IV just so he can go back out there for the second half. It's incredible, incredible. And they came out and they beat Philly, and they're the only team in that division that has a win. <laughs> it, who would have thought saying that after week one that the only team in the NFC East to have a win would have been the Washington football team? N- nobody. They're probably everybody probably would have figured they might have been the only team without a win after week one. But you know, hats off to to head coach Rivera and what he's doing he's doing up there in Washington. Good job. And so you know, what a week one. Um, how about the Patriots? The Patriots coming and showing that hey, we're still here. We're still the kings of the AFC East. Come and take our throne, Buffalo. I I expect head coach Belichick to know his strengths. He's probably the greatest head coach of all time, and I'm a 49er fan and a longtime you know fan of Bill Walsh and how he revolutionized the game. But if Bill Belichick can go out and show that he doesn't need Tom Brady to win, wow! I mean, geez, and and if he turns around a Cam Newton. And turns him into an you know another uh, MVP like performance that he had a couple seasons ago. That New England def- that New England defense is always going to be there, so that team's going to be dangerous. Um, uh, Kansas City, you know, they're still cream of the crop in the the NFL. I wasn't too um, blown away by their performance against the Texans, but I mean it's Week One. No off season, so we'll see uh, how they they get the ball rolling week two with the, you know a game and some practice under their belt. Wow, Houston, geez, Houston's gonna have a tough time on offense there. Deshaun just is gonna sorely miss DeAndre Hopkins. He just doesn't have that comfort level anymore. He just doesn't have that guy he can go to and say, "All right, you know, let's go out and let's get a first down." That's going to hurt them big time. And Minshew Mania. Minshew Mania is back in Jacksonville. The Jaguars upsetting the Colts there week one. Wow, that was uh, that was impressive. They, after they everybody wrote them off, you know, them getting rid of Leonard Fournette. You know, nobody sold on Gardner Minshew. You know, the Colts had Phillip Rivers starting week one. So everybody figured, eh, you know. The, the Wiley Vet's going to come in and, and take over a great team in, in Indy and just didn't happen. You know, the the Colts' uncharacteristic drops there from T.Y. Hilton cost them the game. 
I was really surprised at that. I thought for sure, you know, okay, Phillip Rivers has the ball. They're driving. This, you know, they're going to go down and score, and that's going to be that. They'll win the game. But T.Y. coming up with some drops there at the end of the game, kind of costing them. But, again, it's early in the season. These guys haven't had a chance to – they hadn't. They haven't had an offseason, so no chance to build that relationship, especially with new guys, you know, new team members. So it's going to be in a, definitely going to be an adjustment period the first three weeks in the NFL. Um, but you can already see the teams that have adjusted well, you know, and those are the teams that have – already kind of had their their guys in place. Um, there's not really too many new – there wasn't really too much turnover on those teams. You know, you got the Packers, the Saints, the the Ravens, the Chiefs, all those teams, they played well, and there wasn't a lot of turnover on those teams from the previous season. So they already have those relationships built up, and that's I think that was the key, and that will be the key moving forward – is th- since there was no off season, you know, they got to kind of rely on all what they already know with each other, how they already know that they're going to play. So it'll be interesting to see how things go move forward, you know, later on in the season. I'll uh, later on in the show, I'll look at this, uh, this coming week two, make my predictions and we'll look at some, uh, some fantasy football standouts from week one and some major injuries around the league and how that could affect your team. Let's uh let's talk some NBA now. The playoffs, huh? Underway. We're almost we're almost to the NBA finals. We we know two of the teams that will be in the Eastern Conference Finals. We're just waiting on the series to finish up between the Nuggets and the Clippers to decide who will go and face the Lakers. Uh that Clippers Nuggets series is has been a wild one. Uh, the Clippers are acting like they don't want to win the series, blowing major leads in several games there. I don't think they deserve to win the series. I'm kind of rooting for the Nuggets there. I hope the Nuggets take it. The Clippers have just been playing like they can want to turn it off and on and when they can and when they want to. And It's just I, I'm, I'm not sold on the Clippers yet. Kawhi hasn't really had a great series. He's had you know his moments in the series, but... He, we need consistency from that guy, and it's just not there at the moment. Meanwhile, you know, you got LeBron and company watching all this, and they're looking at it like, okay, we, we see what's going on. So, yeah, the Lakers are my favorite to come out of the West right now. The Clippers aren't playing well. The Nuggets, I just don't think Jamal Murray is great, but I just don't think the Nuggets have a lot of firepower to deal with with. The Lakers, I'm surprised they did with the Clippers. I didn't think uh, the Clippers would struggle with the Nuggets the way they are. But, you know, like I said, they're just turning it off and on when they want to. How about the Rockets? Mike D'Antoni announcing he's he's stepping down. He's leaving Houston. Uh, that could be good for Houston, um, you know, but uh, because D'Antoni doesn't teach defense. But James Harden isn't a guy that wants to play defense, so maybe it isn't. I think it's time to blow that team up. Harden came out and said, we're just one piece away. I mean, geez, how many more pieces do you need, guy? You got a stacked lineup, and you need one more piece? Um, unless that piece, piece is a head coach or you playing defense, yeah, I don't, I don't. I think it's more than one more piece there, friend. Uh, 
so if I'm Houston, I'm I'm blowing it up. You got you're paying way too many players, too much money to be booted out of the playoffs so early. I mean, you hadn't even made it to the Western Conference Finals. I mean, come on, you know. So I would probably trade with Westbrook, get him out of there. And just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, what I would do with, with Houston, I, honestly, I, other than getting rid of Westbrook. But we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, that's you, – they, they're, the, they're on the hunt for a head coach. Maybe maybe they bring in a guy like Mark Jackson. That, that might be a fun little uh, addition to that team. We'll see what happens with that. I don't see uh, another head coach coming in and really – taking over that team and taking them to the next level. It's just Harden isn't a two-way player. There's a lot of selfish iso ball in that, and obviously that doesn't work in this this day and age in the in the NBA. So, you know, and then in the Eastern Conference, you have two great, great ball clubs going up against each other in the Miami Heat and the Celtics. Um, we kind of all knew the Celtics would be up there to start the to start the season or when the season started. Uh, you figured with the talent that they have, with the great young talent that they have, uh, that they would be vying for a title. Uh, didn't really think that the Heat would be there though. So hats off to Eric Spolstra and the guys. You know, Spolstra, man, what a head coach. I'm I'm rooting for the Heat. Actually, you know, Spolstra I think is a such an underrated head coach. He also, he often gets looked over sometimes, especially when those uh, championship runs when LeBron was there. I don't think he gets enough credit for for those runs. I don't think any head coach could have taken over that job and and led him to the title uh, the way he did. Um, so, I mean, look, you had when LeBron left and he went to Cleveland, he struggled there until he got a head coach where pretty much let him run his own game. So, you know. Uh, I'm really a fan of uh, Eric Spolstra, and uh, you still have you know the great Pat Riley running the team there. So Jimmy Butler, you know, Marquette guy. Uh, so you know I'm rooting for them, hoping that they get to the finals, and we'll see. It. That'd be uh, interesting to see LeBron and the Lakers go up against the Miami Heat and his old uh, head coach, and see if Spolstra knows the uh, you know knows some tricks to the trade and. How to how to guard them or or you know keep them contained sort of, um, but some great storylines coming out of the the bubble there in Orlando, and speaking of bubble, Major League Baseball just announcing that their playoffs will be held in um, a form of a bubble. The National League and American League will have their own bubbles, if you will, for the playoffs. The division series, or excuse me, the wild card series will be held uh, at the um, the team's ballpark. So, you know, if you, you'll have the Dodgers against whoever, they will have, you know, two games in L.A. or one game wherever. But the division series will be held in a bubble. The National League, their games will be in Texas. Uh they will be at in Arlington, uh, the Rangers Stadium, and then at Minute Maid Park, I believe, where the Astros play. And then in the American League, some games will be held at Petco Park in San Diego, and others will be held at Dodger Stadium. And I believe the American League, uh, 
championship series will be held at Petco Park. And then the National League championship series will be held at Globe Life Field, the Texas Rangers new stadium. And the World Series will be held at in that stadium as well. Interesting here, uh, the Major League Baseball has announced that fans will be in attendance for the playoffs, but they will be uh, family members of the teams playing, and they will be asked to quarantine one week prior, and they will have to submit COVID to submit to COVID nineteen testing. Um, so there will be fans in the stadiums for the playoffs, but it will be family members of the players, not just you know fans who can buy tickets. Um, and the current playoff seating you know, standings in Major League Baseball they're, they're wild. Uh, over in the over in the American League, you have the White Sox as the number one seed in the American League. Uh, followed by the Tampa Bay Rays, close second there. In third, you have the Oakland Athletics. In fourth, Minnesota. Fifth, you have the Blue Jays. Sixth, the Astros. Seven, Yankees. And eight, Indians. Uh, out of all those teams, um, I'm a huge A's fan, if you don't already know. I had them go into the World Series, but they are just dealing with some issues right now. They they have the best bullpen in the league, but they're losing. They just lost Matt Chapman from their you know Gold Glove third baseman for the rest of the season. That's going to hurt their lineup. They're going to need Chris Davis to return to some type of form from a couple years ago. Man, that guy has been struggling bad at the plate. Uh, he's turned it up a little bit lately, but I I don't see them. Yes, they could probably win. Their wild card series, but a division series, I don't know. I don't see their starting pitching really has to step up if they're going to take on the likes of somebody like uh, Chicago or, I mean, Tampa has got to be the, the favorite right now to win the American League. I don't see how. they Their pitching is really good. Their bullpen might be a little iffy, but you got to go with, with the Rays. The Yankees might be a team to watch. They're getting healthy at the right time. Uh, their their big bats are coming back. Giancarlo, Mike, uh, Aaron Judge will be back, um, but their pitching is just bad. Other than Garrett Cole, they have they have no starting pitching. Their middle bullpen isn't good, so that'll be tough for for them to to go deep into the playoffs and for them to have a, a wild card matchup against the Rays. Ooh, that that's, that's tough for them. Uh, over in the National League, the Dodgers are the best team in the National League, but the Padres are on a push right now. God, watching that young team, they're having fun out there, boy. Uh, I think the Dodgers ha- have a legitimate threat in the Padres. The Padres could be the best team in the National League when it's all said and done here. Uh they they have it all. They have the pitching. They have the young, you know, the young bats. Uh, their defense can be a little shaky at times, but if they can keep that, you know, keep the errors down, the the Padres ugh, they're gonna give the Dodgers a run for their money. Right now, it's set up the play, if the uh, playoffs started today, 
the Dodgers would play the Giants. The number one seed would play the eight seed, which would be the San Francisco Giants. What a series that would be, huh? That that great longtime rivalry there renewed in the playoffs. Uh, the number two seed Cardinals would play the seven seed Phillies. The Atlanta Braves would host the car. Excuse me. The number two seed Cubs would host the seven seed Phillies. The three seed Braves would host the Cardinals, and the Padres would play the Marlins. <laughs> wow, the Marlins! Who would ever thought the Marlins would have been making the playoffs? Um, but yeah, that so. It, I think in the National League, you kind of it's basically a two-team race. There, you can kind of see the see the teams who are legit contenders and who aren't. I mean. But you never know. The Cubs could surprise a lot of people in the playoffs. I know a lot of uh, a lot of my Milwaukee <laughs> friends out here don't want to hear that, but they're playing good ball right now. And get them in a seven game series, and they might be a tough uh, tough out. So watch watch for the Cubs. Uh, the but yeah, the Dodgers and Padres. Uh, that that would be a fun seven game series to watch right there if i had to call it today um and give my prediction on a world series i'm gonna go padres and mm, i'll go padres and rays in the playoffs or in the world series and i know that's not a world series matchup major league baseball wants to see at all Let's talk about a ratings bomb um <laughs> But, yeah, I think that's, you know, in my heart of hearts, I want the A's to to be there. I want it to be the A's and, and the Padres and the A's winning the World Series. But, uh, realistically, I got to go with Tampa and the Padres there. Um, my second, <laughs> if I'm going to go second pick here, I'd go with the A's and the Dodgers. Boy, would I love to see the A's get some retribution for the uh the 88 World Series there that they that they lost to the Dodgers. Uh, so, you know, so we'll go Rays, Padres, uh, number one World Series choice there. And then we'll go the A's and the Dodgers as my backup pick. Um, but then to win it all uh, from the Rays and Padres, oh, man, that, that's a tough one. That's a coin flip either way. But I think... The Padres have enough young talent and um, hitting to win a couple of close games against the Rays. Um, I think both uh, organizations pitching, I think it's pretty equal, pretty even. But I just give the edge to the Padres um, at the plate, a little slight edge. Uh, You got... Tatis, you got Machado. It's those guys are they're fun to watch, man. And you know, I I think that if they if they stay on their upward trajectory that they're on right now. I think they can win it all, um, and that they'll be my pick right now for uh, for a World Series is the Padres over the Rays, and then uh, my second pick will be the the A's over the Dodgers. Why not? Well, who says I can't make two picks? Especially, you know, I'm a fan of the A's, so I gotta have them. <laughs> I gotta have them winning, winning the World Series, right? 
All right, let's talk a little fantasy baseball, or not thanks, fantasy baseball, uh, excuse me, fantasy football. Uh, oh, jeez, I did not have a good week. I did not have a good week one. Fantasy, I'm hoping, you know, my listeners had a had a better week one than me. Uh, but I did get a W. I did get the W. I did, get, I did get a win, even though my team barely put up 100 points. I still was able to inch out a win. Um, my running back situation, jeez, is terrible. There, there is not a lot of, especially if you're in a deep league. I'm in a 12 person league. If you're in a deep league, the running back situation. You know, I'm in a 12 team league with two running backs and a flex, so the it's slim pickings on on running backs. And you know, unfortunately, I don't have, I don't have like one of the main running backs in the league so I'm struggling I tried to get on the the waiver wire but you know by the time I got there the the guys who who experts are saying hey go out and get are already gone so, so you know the the biggest star studs of the week though of week one were the wide receivers god the wide receivers put on an absolute showcase week one. Devontae Adams with with uh, the Packers. Woo, man, he came out, him and uh, Rodgers came out on fire in that game against Minnesota, and, and they blew up that secondary. It is so fun watching uh, Aaron Rodgers connect with Devontae Adams. It's those guys really, really have a special thing going there. And you can see that kind of maybe building in Arizona. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins had a ton of catches as well. So, I mean, Devontae Adams had 14, and I think that's kind of what uh, close similar to what DeAndre had. So that I'm a Niners fan and watching – you know, watching Hopkins make catch after catch after catch in that game was really frustrating. Um, but they're building an, a nice connection, those two, Kyler Murray and, and DeAndre Hopkins, which goes to show you, like, what was Bill O'Brien thinking by letting go of DeAndre Hopkins? That, that guy's like a once-in-a-lifetime talent, and you just let him go for nothing. You, you got a running back and a draft pick. It's just like, what? God, how does that guy not lose his job after that? And if you're the owner of Houston, you you got to know football, right? So you got to be wondering, like, what, wait, what? You want to trade our pretty much our best offensive weapon for, you know, peanuts? Jeez, that was, uh, uh, that was probably one of the worst trades ever in the history of football. It might, it might, that might go down as one of the worst trades ever in the history of maybe even sports. Uh, but, yeah, uh, so we had Devontae Adams. We had um, Hopkins, the wide receiver core. Um, how about uh, Jacobs for the Raiders, the running back there, having a great game? He, I think he'll be a really good running back for that team. He's solid. Uh, this is, I believe, his second year in the league. So he's only going to get better uh, if he can get – consistent play out of Derek Carr to and teams can't stack the line on Jacobs then he'll 
his success will be even more so. Mm, then you go and you look at um, who was it? Was it wasn't uh, Henry? It was a, a rusher from last. Oh, Saquon, Saquon Barkley. Oh man, the stats that they put out that Ben Roethlisberger had more rushing yards than Saquon in that game. Wow, that that Steelers defense really shut him down. Um, there there was holes in the secondary there. You saw that, you know, uh, Jones uh, exploited a little. But man, I are the Steelers back? Are they legit? They're gonna give Baltimore a run for their money in that division. That'll be fun to watch. I, I'm looking forward to that matchup. The first time those two teams play. I'm so glad to see Big Ben out there on the field again. Uh, the the Steelers desperately needed him him out there. Uh, James Conner though. Dealing with a high ankle sprain, well, who knows how long he'll probably miss a couple weeks here. Uh, and I went to go try to grab Snell off, off the waiver list, and you know, no surprise there, he's gone. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Le'Veon Bell, another uh, top running back, also sideline injury there. He's gonna miss at least a couple of weeks. Um, then. Jets don't really have a, a backup running back. I mean, they have Frank Gore, but that's not a uh, – all respect to Frank Gore, he's not going to be your guy. Um, and I'm a huge Frank Gore supporter. I mean, I think the guy is a Hall of Fame player, uh, number three on the all-time rushing list, which is incredible to, to think. Uh, but he's just not – he doesn't help that team the way – you know, a guy like Le'Veon would, you know, and that's no knock against him, but it's the truth. Um, the Jets' struggles continue. I don't think they should have let go of Roby Anderson, who went to Carolina, and he had a really good game there. Um, Carolina putting up 30 points on the Raiders. At one point, they, you know, th- that game had so many lead changes, I was starting to get dizzy. Um, that was a really good game, though. The the Raiders uh, eked out a victory. They have a Monday night matchup against the Drew Brees and the Saints. They're going to be opening up the the Death Star there in there in Las Vegas. So that'll be that'll be a good little matchup. Um, but yeah, f- hopefully my fantasy football team doesn't. Man, hopefully they put up some more points this week. If, the, if they put up barely, if they barely give me a hundred, I don't think I'll be able to 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 win in week two. But we'll see. Uh, I don't know what I was thinking drafting Deshaun Watson. Uh, I think I made a mistake there. I should have realized that he doesn't have any any weapons anymore now that Deion his safety blanket's gone and DeAndre. So you know, um, I'd love to hear what you guys think about uh, fantasy football and. Who you guys have as your 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 sleeper picks? Just uh, reach out to me on uh, on you can reach out to me on Twitter. Uh, also on fate, I'm also on Facebook. Uh, my Twitter handle is one second while this loads, but but yeah, you can search uh, Strike Zone Podcast on Facebook. Uh, reach out to me there, and then on Twitter you could reach out at Podcast Strike. Um, let me know who you guys. I uh, think I should go pick up on the waiver wires if they are available. Some sleeper picks out there. Um, let me know who you guys have, who your predictions are for uh, Major League Baseball's World Series. What do you guys think of the bubble? Do you think um, that'll work for b- baseball? Uh, hopefully there's no more positive tests 
Uh, I can't see it being an issue if there is a bubble, but they, baseball can't afford to have any more positive tests as they want the playoffs and the World Series to be over by the end of October, I was reading. So that'll be a um, thing to look at. And then let me know who you guys like in the NBA. Who, who do you have winning it all? Do you have the Lakers uh, going to the finals? Who do you have in the Eastern Conference? Yeah, just reach out and let me know. Uh, I'll read some of your guys' uh, your tweets on air next time or on my podcast. And uh, thanks for listening. I'll uh, make another one shortly. We'll recap uh, game two, not game two, excuse me, week two of the NFL, possibly looking ahead at the NBA matchups. We should know who will be in the conference finals after today. All right, so uh, you stay healthy out there, everyone, and thanks for tuning in.